Hello and welcome to episode 43 of Anne and Steve Talk Stuff, a podcast where an artist and an economist walk into the podcast and talk about strange things that make the world go round. Stephen Kinsella is Professor of Economics at UL, contributor to The Currency and general talker about things, and Blake is, that's me, is an artist, a theatre maker, musician with Rabbit Light Orchestra, and um and co-presenter of the limerick lady podcast also limerick host i'm just getting those in there now Stephen. i know i haven't done that before but i thought let's get us introduced at the top i hope that's okay yeah awesome that's great you're lying down i am i am i am the horizontal economist um yeah i just managed to damage my back um and uh can't really stand up or sit down or lie down or whatever, just in a bit of pain. So um, I, I just gave a public lecture for um, two hours on the internet and um, I had to stand up for all that. And I'm, I'm in bits. So oh. I, th- I said, you know what? I'm, um, I'm just gonna lie down for this bit. <laughs> so uh, so you, you very nicely obliged me, Anne. So thank you very much. Hey, you're gonna take this lying down then? I'm literally gonna take this lying down. <laughs> I literally am going to take this line down. Well, um, considering... No, I'm, I'm, I'm on the... I, I should be okay, but it's just... It's not great at the moment. Well, listen, considering all of the above, uh, this might, just to let people know, it might be a slightly shorter episode, just because I don't want Stephen to be unnecessarily working um, in a lying down position. <laughs> so... Um, I'm not killing myself right now. I'm not going to lie. It's Okay. <laughs> Well, this, uh, this is quite interesting, the fact that you are lying down and, you know, possibly th- this might be an image if you were a different person that you would not be happy with this being shared with the world. Because um, what we we're going to talk about today is it, with online teaching, with online learning, there is a phenomenon of whether or not the camera is on and off if you are learning. So not not the teach, not for the teacher point of view, but if you're a student accessing online learning, there is a phenomenon, none now, of having your camera off. And this could be for a number of reasons. It could be that it improves your Wi-Fi signal. It could be that your surroundings just aren't really conducive. You might have a lot of, uh, you might be in a, a part of your house where people are coming and going. You might want to maintain your privacy. You might feel like being seen. There's a lot of things at play. But I wanted to, I, I put this question out into the ether and i I was very interested in talking to you about this, Stephen, uh, because you are an educator, you are teaching people, and you're encountering this. So I just wanted to kind of put the cameras off issue to you as an educator. Yeah, so um, one of the things that, so I, I, I guess a bit of context. So I, I would have taught upwards of like a thousand students at this point from March of last year to literally 20 minutes ago, right? Um, uh, I've given probably a hundred online seminars since um, since COVID started. So I have a really good sense of, of this. Um, and I think it's probably worth separating out like the first lecture from all the other ones. On the first lecture, everyone kind of brings the A game, they're all done, like, like the men are wearing shirts. Uh, the women are kind of a bit dressed up. The, the room is tidy, you know, whatever. And, and that's grand. Uh, 
And then, you know, you do a thing where you kind of introduce yourself if it's small enough class, if there's like 30 or 40 students, they introduce themselves, that kind of, you know, so, so that's, let's just put that to one side and then just get into the normal. So it's now, it's week three of term as we're recording this right now on the 10th of February, it's like week three. Um, so the students are like, they're, they're used to this now as well. So I would, uh, I would find that um, uh, the way I do it is I, I um, say, of course, anyone is free to keep their camera on or keep their camera off. But uh, at the start, we all say hello to each other, just as, as an etiquette thing, just say hello. So people will they'll kind of wave and, you know, I, I, always, I always allow five minutes in the glass at the start for people to, just to say hello to each other, just to replicate that thing of like how what happens in a regular lecture where you walk in you're having the chat before you walk in just some kind of like small social thing (sighs) sorry um and then the other um the other thing that i find really interesting is that like i'm looking into the bedrooms of hundreds of people that's Mm. really what i'm doing right Mm. and um you know you're, you're right now you're looking into one of my bedrooms right uh mm-hmm. so this is the spare room where i you know there's a drum kit behind me <laughs> you know there's a drum kit it's not particularly tidied up i deliberately didn't tidy it um because uh i knew this was going out on youtube and this is what most rooms look like mm-hmm. there's stuff everywhere it's not particularly you know it's not done up you know also there happens to be a horizontal economist in the <laughs> middle of the room right so not great so anyway, the, 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 I think what, what's interesting is you, you're getting this like very private thing. So people, like you can see people, like their mums are bringing them in cups of tea mm. and stuff, you know, and, and like there is a significant privacy concern there. Um, you, know, they're, they're, I, you know, we've all seen the kind of like hilarious Zoom fails where like, you know, uh, I think the best one by far is uh, the, there's, uh, there's, I think she's Italian, um, she's giving like this kind of Zoom speech and this dude just wanders across behind her in his jocks and it's then right. realizes what's wrong and then whacks off a wall. <laughs> his reaction is... It's absolutely it's super. Good. His reaction is like... <gasps> and, he's in, and there's a moment where he just kind of stands there and goes, are they seeing me? You know? Um, and she's like, oh, and she tries to keep it together. And, you know, um, yeah. So so there is that, that privacy concern. The other thing is, and you mentioned it, is bandwidth. So there's a thing called the contention ratio and we all basically feed off the same pipe um, in terms of uh, broadband. And if you don't have a, a really good broadband connection, that's not good for you. Other thing is not everybody has a high spec laptop. Mm-hmm. So um, educational inequality doesn't just mean inequality of access. It also means inequality of provision. Uh, so um, some of the students, for example, who live in less affluent areas of Limerick, where I teach, um, they might have to take two buses to get to university, right? Because there's no direct route. We haven't sol- solved that yet. And if they don't have a car, it becomes much more difficult for them to get there. But a lot of them won't have laptops, right? They might they might dial in on their phones. Mm-hmm. But if they're dialing in on their phones, then the signal is much worse and, you know, all that kind of thing. Um, the, they're... I think the, so in addition to the kind of like etiquette and the class learning stuff, mm. some of it is just about inequality, right? Yeah. Like, and if you deal with, with I don't know, the, the class I've got now has 248 students in it. Like you're dealing with 
a reasonable cross-section of humanity. Some people are having brilliant days. Some people are having bad days. <laughs> Most people are vertical, some are horizontal, you know, and, and, and uh, uh, you know, you, you see all, all kinds of things. Um, I, uh, yeah, so, so for me as, a, as an educator, I, after that like initial hello is over, most people turn off their cameras. And what I'm doing is engaging in an act of trust with them that they are going to, they're like kind of engaged with what I'm doing. Mm. It's, um, it's tricky because of course they could just, they could be doing sit-ups. They, they could be walking out of the room. They could be having a cup of tea, whatever. I don't know. I have no idea. Literally phoning it in. (laughs) They could be literally be phoning it. That's okay. You know, that, that Look, is okay. These are I, adults. You know, I they're remember, making just thinking back, like I remember in college, I'm going to lectures and <laughs> being zoned out uh, or being a bit yeah. hungover or tired. I also, I've had this memory because obviously this is, a, this is an issue for, for all secondary school students, primary school students. Um, mm. I remember the, the, the phenomenon of opening your desk to get something and just leaving the desk a little bit longer just to kind of hide from, you know, maybe you have a bar or something that you're eating and you don't want to be caught uh, or you're making a face at someone else or something. And I kind of feel like this is (laughs) like, you know, if, if I was a student now in this scenario, I probably be like, Oh my God, this is just like lifting my desk up, but I I don't have to put it down again. You know? Um, I think what's what's interesting about it, and I I put a question out, as I said, on Twitter, and uh, there was a number of answers. Someone, uh, Anna said, I'm happy to turn my camera on, but no one else does, so I don't. Um, Conor Donovan said, doing a master's, I don't turn it on unless I'm presenting. And most lectures just involve slideshow or the lecturer sharing their screen. um, from Sligo Economics, I, I don't know the name of this person, but they said they've taught several modules online. They've never turned on the camera, nor have the students. There's no need to, for me to see their faces and would probably use too much bandwidth. Uh, Danny O'Brien says I'm it's on because I'm teaching, but I do try to get people to turn theirs on as well. And Stephen Casey said, my built-in webcam, kind of what you're saying, faded last semester. And I find myself in tutorials starting every comment now with, sorry, my camera isn't working, but so there is that kind of acknowledgement. But I suppose what, what I find kind of curious about this, and I suppose as a person who I I do a lot of live like workshop, a lot of the work I do is, is like you, is is for people to be in rooms together and to connect. Um, and Jenny, my wife, who I often refer to in this, is currently doing a, a master's. And she she was telling me recently she was in a situation where um, they were all asked to put their cameras on. And, and she was the only person who did. And then she was put into a breakout room with three people. And they still didn't put their cameras on. And one of them didn't even speak. Oh. And I... And, this I'm curious about this because obviously the privacy thing, hundred percent, are are like somebody was saying there. Look, there's no need. I'm watching a lecturer share their slides, you know. But I suppose when this comes down to the interactive level of education, or and what you're doing is, let's say hello at the beginning. Let's let's connect, um, or or if there is literal breakout rooms with peer learning where we need to discuss, we need to work together on something, and. <laughs> like she said she's like being going hello hello and people are just typing oh I'm looking something up like it's I'm fine I f- I just said I need to talk to Stephen about this this week or, or thoughts on it um 
because I'm getting a bit obviously dystopia terrors that <laughs> we're all going to stop being able to actually interact with each other or something. Yeah, I mean, so so um, first off, fair play to Jenny for for going back and doing that. That's awesome, right? It's mm. it's awesome. Um, Ireland's rate of lifelong learning is one of the lowest in the OECD. So we we we're pretty crap at it, to be honest. Um, a lot of it is just we just don't have the systems, and it's not part of the culture and work. You know, you a lot of people can't go back and also pay bills at the same time. So it's something that Simon Harris is looking at quite quite carefully. But like to be honest, it's it's something we'll, it'll take us ten years to fix it if we really put our put our shoulder to the wheel. And there's not a lot of evidence that that's happening just yet. But anyway, the, it's really good that that's happening. The, mm-hmm. the the breakout room thing, so, so I started trying to do the breakout room thing, thinking mm-hmm. this will be great for interactivity. It was the exact opposite. So with an MBA class last year, I had a go at it. And I all came back going, can we please just not? Um, I think because there's no socially accepted way of doing it. Right. Right. Um, so, so nobody knows how to do it. So everyone's kind of going the best way they know. Some people, you know, aren't comfortable like, so, like I can remember one student particularly going like, I'm not super into seeing my own face. I don't want to look at my own face. And I thought that was a very revealing thing, you know, um, and some of it, so I just actually dropped it. I don't use those breakout room things anymore. Now it depends on the class. Of course, every educator is free to choose how they interact with their students. I just feel like it's, it, we don't yet know how to do it. Um, the students themselves really didn't want to, mm. you know, um, but it raises, that's just, it's more, that's a methodological kind of pedagogical question. You know, mm. do, you, do you choose, that's more like, do you choose red pencils or green pencils? The larger question, which is really important, is, is anyone learning anything? Mm. Like, is anyone actually learning anything? Um, we know for a fact that a lecture where some person stands up and goes, blah, 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 blah. It's probably about 18 to 25% effective after two or three hours in terms of like, I tell you the two plus two equals four, you're able to recall that fact two to three hours later, about, about a quarter, slightly less than a quarter of people can do that. After about a week, it's maybe 10%. And after two months or three months, it's like 5%. Um, the only way to increase that percentage is something called spaced repetition learning, um, which, we, which we call revising or cramming shove it <laughs> into your head yeah. um you know and if you just it, it's there's a there's a thing called the anki method a-n-k-i which is really really good proven uh, to to increase recall anyway the the question is like so we know the lecture method is like imperfect and we mm. know that it doesn't really work that well we know that like somebody asked me like how do you feel about teaching i've had to really think about it. i don't know that i've ever taught anyone anything like I taught my child how to ride a bike, you know, because I stood beside him and went, this is how you ride the bike. Mm. And I've taught PhD students how to run, how to run a particular regression or do a computer program or whatever. But a lot of the time, what I'm doing as a lecturer is I'm going, there's a big thing over here. It's called econometrics, mm. right? And I'm telling them, you go over there now and you figure that out. Yeah. And then we're going to have things called problem sets where I'm going to assess how much you learned on your own. So I don't know if I've ever actually formally taught that many people. I would say probably in the low 20s or 30s. Okay. You know, whereas over my like lecturing career, I've been lecturing since I was 21. 
I've done two courses a semester, sometimes three, call it two on average. One of them has had 500 students in it every year for 15 years. So if you imagine, call it 750 students a semester, 1,500 a year, 20,000 students, right? Okay. Let's say, I mean, I don't know how many of those I've ever taught, okay. to be perfectly honest, you know? Um, so there's that thing about learning. What is learning happening? Because mm. it doesn't actually matter if I'm in a, in a concert hall in UL or if I'm in my spare room going yap, yap, yap into my laptop or or if they're in my office and I'm like doing this one-to-one tutorial stuff, which would mm. actually be my preferred mode of teaching, to be perfectly honest, um, if, yeah. I could, if I could do that. Um, I'm not sure if any learning is happening. And I know because we've had to come up with a whole bunch of new assessments mm. that we, we will struggle to assess their learning. Because of course, I can't just go, everyone sit in a room for two hours with a bit of paper and write some shit down. Can't mm. do that. Yeah. You just can't. Like, because we'd give everyone COVID, right? Yeah. We can't do it. So yeah. also I can't stand up right now. So not brilliant. <laughs> Um, so yeah, yeah I'm, I'm, I, I think some of the assessment methods that I, I'm using right now, like I'm using an, an online program called data camp mm. where they will do some assessments on it, Cause now I'm lucky I'm teaching something called machine learning for economics, yeah. which is it's computers. And, yes. um, so they can, they can work with the computers and that'll be grand. Now, yeah. are they doing it, uh, all sat around? In, in an online WhatsApp group going, somebody tell me the answer and I'll just type it in. They could be, I don't yeah. know. I, you know, you know that there's an honor system here. I, 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 they're adults, I trust that they will do the best for themselves, mm. but I don't know, you know, and I have no other check. So I have to just trust them. Well, there is that, I, like, I also realize what is, what is lost. I mean, like distance learning is not a new thing. It used to be done by post and things like that. Do you know what I mean? Like, like it's, it, it's, it's not a, yeah, it's not a, a, a new phenomenon. I suppose the way it's been done now is, is, is better in, in many ways, better than post. Um, but like just the idea of walking into a lecture hall, meeting someone, chatting, about maybe the thing you're going to be doing that day or the lecture ends and you talk about it a bit or you check you double check with each other in physically in physically in physically uh, physically in person uh, like there are all these yeah. other elements outside of just showing up to a lecture there's the coffee afterwards there's the just that as you said that extra kind of um kind of almost backing up of what has been sent your way or even someone going well I heard this well I heard that like that's all gone and especially if you if you are put into a breakout room with somebody for example and you're meant to discuss something or you're given 10 minutes to just discuss this thing and come back and some report to us all and and cameras are off or microphones are off um it's it's just all that stuff is just gone all that ancillary extra aspect of being a student and a learner is is, is just yeah. gone um i do uh, one of the best discoveries i just a slight aside before i come back to you on that i've one of the best discoveries i made and i am operating it right now which might be quite obvious if you're watching this on youtube um i've turned off self-view so all i can see is you because that's what it would be if i was in a room with you i would only be looking at you i would not be looking at myself and you might be looking how, at how do you do that 
the top right corner, there's three dots next to mute. There's three dots. You click on that and uh, about half five down, it says hide self view. And it just means you can, it's just, it's made for me, it's made zoom meetings. It's made everything way more, way less tiring. Cause I don't want to, you're that student's right. I don't want to look at myself. I never look at myself when in the real world, when I'm talking to someone, I'm, I'm looking at the person, but all that aside, uh, yeah, so it's probably quite obvious because <laughs> the heck of me, I'm not really caring what I look like on this video. Um, but I, I'm wearing my old podcast fleecy because, as I said, this corner of my house is quite cold, but it's it, it works acoustically. Um, just the idea that all those ancillary aspects of learning, like what are your thoughts as an educator around that? Or are you just throwing your hands to heaven going, well, I don't know. Um... Okay, so, so we're not doing distance education. Um, distance education is, is a very, very particular skill. It takes about two years to build a, a successful distance education module. Okay. And we've had like a couple of weeks to do most of this. So, so we're not doing that. Also, the people who sign up to distance education are, are very different in terms of their profile, typically. Um, and the kinds of degrees that they do are very different. They're quite technical often. Uh, what we're doing is uh, pandemic, COVID, Jesus Christ, we need to get this over the line education, which is very yeah. different. you got a whole bunch of people who don't want to do this, who don't know how to do this, um, who have never really tried to do this, mm. all being told, you must do this. And that's like, like that's, that's just true for everyone. That's not necessarily different for, for, for people who work in universities or schools or whatever, but it's, it's, a, it's a particular challenge because I actually think personally and this is what, what, I, what my own experience was and what my experience of teaching or learning is, is that you learn most from doing things in a almost like a group therapy session mm. right you, you 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 get some content off some dude who goes blah 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 and then you sit down and go i didn't understand any of that to do and he goes oh well let me understand some of it and then the dude gives you a deadline he says you must produce a problem set with an answer you know in, in two weeks or something. Mm -hmm. And what, what follows then is a kind of like enforced group therapy session <laughs> under pressure where everybody curses the dude's name and goes, I hate that guy, cancel it, fuck him, you know, and, and whatever. And that's all fine. But, the, but, but what happens is they teach each other mm. how this happens. You know, they, they embed their learning using the, the, the instrument of the assessment. Mm. Right? That's all the assessment is. It's, it's a bridge to get you from, I don't know that thing do I really know that thing? That's all any assessment is. Yeah. And the question like I often have is like that part of it, that group therapy part of it, that mm. chat part of it, that, okay, let's go for a drink part of it. That is actually where the learning happens, you know? Yeah. And so a bit like Jenny's experience with her, um, a bit like Jenny's experience with her, um, with her, class zoom breaks i was, I was look breakout rooms sure um yeah a lot of it is like well that group therapy thing's gone because mm. because e even if they were like four really good mates and they yeah. all turn on their cameras and they were like singing and dancing and sparkles and whatever right yeah they only have 10 minutes to do it <laughs> yeah. you yeah. know what i mean and then they go back and it's yeah it's it's, it's um it's the isolation 
fraction of it. Mm. You know, and even if they get on like a 12 hour Zoom call, it's not mm. the same. And I've been on some long ass Zoom calls, so I know they can, they can be draining. I still haven't found that button to turn off the thing. I'll, I'll find it. <laughs> Top right, yeah. three blue dots. If you click on I those. can't see any blood. Uh, that's my problem. I can't see those bloody it's, dots. Okay, do you know whatever, what? Whatever, whatever. You're you're lying down. Mind yourself. <laughs> I'm not sitting up to find it. <laughs> don't don't don't. Uh, but hide self, you folks. I think I've mentioned it before. Uh, but seriously, it makes life a lot easier. Um, because we're not we're not meant to be looking at ourselves. Um, or else we're all just gonna go back out into the world with little mirrors that you know on selfie sticks and put them behind people's heads. <laughs> be talking to them and looking at ourselves in the mirror at the same time you know <laughs> could be a fall a fallout from from uh, from all of this i mean i mean yeah yeah what's what's the um, what's the uh famous caravaggio is narcissus right mm. so narcissus is he's, he's just there and he's, he's staring at himself and and uh he's going ooh ah Narcissus would have been deadly on Instagram, I think. Oh, completely. You know, completely. he would have been he would have been great. But he I don't know if he would have maybe he would never have actually posted. He'd always be kind of fiddling with the settings of, of the <laughs> yeah. thing. You know, he would never he'd be sort of photoshopping the pores off himself. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, yeah. I, I just thought, and I think it's important, I don't want to be talking on Jenny's behalf. She was not giving out or moaning about anyone. She was just saying this mad thing happened in this, in this, uh, yeah. in my experience, you know, and uh, I think it's interesting. I, uh, and I do, it gives me a bit of the heebie-jeebies uh, as well but where people are asked to put cameras on and and they just don't and i as i said they're completely valid reasons for that but i think if you just don't put it on and there is no explanation uh then yeah i get it i it's 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 hiding behind your desk lifting your desk up and and eating the chocolate underneath it i totally get it i i'm i'm into it i met someone once who was teaching and they uh they were gone like I bumped into them with someone and they were going for a walk and they said, yeah, I've just left my students like doing work and uh, I'm gone on a walk, you know, but technically I'm still there. Like it's, it's, it's going both directions. It's, yeah. it's not just, uh, I don't want to be saying that it's one just the students. And yeah, it, it is lovely. This idea of being able to kind of hide away yet technically be somewhere. But I, I suppose I'm curious of what is the fallout for this in, in human life when things do, I wouldn't say return to normal, but when things do, when we come out of this, is there going to be a bizarre etiquette, even in human form? I don't know. I mean, that's why we talk stuff. Um, I don't know if you have any opinions, whether people will have veils or something. I mean, I mean, I, I, I do think that we're going to, we're going to have to re-educate ourselves as to how this is done. Uh, uh, I think that's important. I think that we are going to, particularly for first years, right? So, so there, there are people now who are in their second semester of college who have never been to college, mm. right? Um, or if they have been to college, if they're on, if they're in, in on campus, um, they're mostly in their spare rooms, mm. Mm. right? So, so colleges like like I think I think it's it's not well understood, but colleges are actually open. 
you know, for, like if you if you if you want to, uh, you know, move from I don't know, Donegal to Limerick, you can get accommodation in Limerick. I don't know why you would do that personally. I, I would not. If my if my son wanted to do that, I would say no, don't do that, um, because you know you, you're depriving yourself of all structure and of all support structures. Mm. Um, but anyway, people have chosen to do it. That's the choice. That's grand. The the question is uh for these students what is life going to be like when you when you know hopefully hopefully september of this year we'll be able to have the students back on campus Mm. if they're all vaccinated Mm. if we're all vaccinated we may not be all vaccinated so does that mean does that mean and this is i mean I, i have no special information on this but does it mean that we could be looking at a situation where it's January of 2022 before we're back on campus? I mean, there's there's certainly, it's not a non-zero probability that that's the case. If that's the case, we're going to have people who are halfway through their second year of college who haven't been to college. Like, And so in economics, you know, like what you learn is very important. I think economics is extremely important, but ultimately a bad economist is, is you know, a bad economist can have really, really, really serious consequences. But in 20 years time, when that economist is a really senior person, mm-hmm. right? A badly trained nurse or a badly trained doctor can mess somebody up right now, do you know? Mm. Um, like, I think the mistakes economists make harm millions of people millions and those mistakes are are they're typically when the economist is giving bad advice to a policymaker that's typically how it happens yeah um and so it's unlikely therefore that the short-term impact of of bad teaching or bad learning or inappropriate teaching or inappropriate levels of learning are going to take place with economics training but if you like if you have to build a building you know if you have to there's a lot of you know if you have to certify a set of financial accounts if you have to do this stuff you will definitely definitely like like unless your learning is equal to or 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 greater than or equal to what is happening in uh, in the old style Mm. um there's going to be a question mark over you you know um, so, so somebody let's let's imagine a world where somebody comes out with a BA uh, in economics, but they've spent four years in this kind of pandemic world, um, and another person comes out, you know, four years previously, no pandemic. Are they trained the same way? Mm. You know, they've probably seen the same slides. Yeah, Ish, right. But it's yeah. Um, but how has their learning been impacted? Very useful thought process i mean it's it's it, it's not a question we, we can we can ever have an answer to right um well, not, not, but it is not not anytime it, soon oh no no no! indeed you, you won't know it for another two or three years at least um and yeah. please god we never have to learn the answer you know well, this is it i mean the but thing yeah. is well I'm, I'm i'm talking to educators who are um teaching kind of um things around maybe artistic practices where it might be around listening and communication and they can't get people to put their cameras on and are singing and people are cameras off and if the camera is on they're lying in their bed and it's like you can't sing lying down you have to be standing and I suppose 
I'm just that's me fucked so you're, yeah you're 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 fired from your singing <laughs> class um fired I, from singing. I think it's like I think in if we can be empathic and mindful of the the positions people are in of course but I do think it's an it, it is a question we need to look at is if we don't need to actually actively engage if it's an option we 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 withdraw and we go for disconnection yeah. and we go for no visible connection um even one of the things Jenny was doing was around negotiating and couldn't get anyone to talk to her do you know and it's just I suppose I'm just finding it really uh I'm finding it concerning because of the way I'm built is very much about trying to garner connection with people mm. and if if yeah if the power, if I'm in a room, I can maybe say to someone like, dude, let's do this exercise and let's maintain eye contact. But yeah. if that person decides to put a, 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 bee, a beekeeper's <laughs> costume on and refuses to remove it, uh, I, I like I can never, you can never make anyone do anything. I mean, that's not good education anyway. But no. I'm curious as to what the fallout will be on a very subtle uh, level for us as human beings? Well, um, I think that human beings desire connection. Mm. Like fundamentally, we all desire connection. Um, I, I'm, I'm, something I'm writing about for the currency this week, it's all about what's your definition of normality. And I think I told you this before, but a, a friend of mine who, who's a public health doctor, you know, I asked her like, what, what's, what's uh, well, to your definition of normality, she said, when coppers is open again, you know, Copperface Jackson in in um, in Dublin, uh, she's from Dublin, and I, and I said uh, that's a really interesting thing because you know Copperface Jackson is a, is a lot of things, but it, you know it, it, it's really all about you know connection of, of many different kinds, right? And so yes. it's, it's 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 the meeting up with your friends and making new friends and mm. you know, all that kind of stuff. And yes. so that idea is 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 like fundamentally it's about being able to mix again right being able to meet strangers again and being able to have the chats again mm. um, and so so like i think normality looks like, like a resumption of the kind of connections that we had before mm. right that like like i don't define normality in terms of the shops being open or whatever or the pubs being open like that's not it it's like no. can you and i decide to go for a pint indoors like indoors that's a really really or can i just come over to your house for a cup of tea can you come and, over to my house for a cup of tea and not be conscious you know, of, of of accidentally well, being too near each other or anything yeah yeah i mean I, i've got i've got a really good friend who lives in he lives in the housing state um that i live in and um like like love hanging out with him i haven't seen him in months Mm -hmm. See him like I, I, I kind of wave at him from the window, and he like waves at me. <laughs> He's driving up, you know, big sad heads, and, and it's like it, it's the same thing, right? It's the same. Um, it's the same thing. It's a desire for connection. Mm. The students have it too. I think the connection might be the thing that drives the learning. Um, but I, it, as as we're talking, I, I just it just it um. It has dawned on me that I really know very little about what it is that drives learning. Really? Does that make any sense? 
Well, I, I'm just, I'm just, I don't know how students learn. I know how I learn, hmm. but, but that's, 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 it's trivial and irrelevant. Like, that's like saying, I know, I know how to parent, you know, I'm sure. not an expert in parenting just because I have some kids, you know, no. Um, no. Uh, and I don't definitely don't play a parenting expert on the internet. So it's <laughs> like, um, uh, you should raise your children with razor blades. You know, d- that's not, don't, don't do that. <laughs> but that, that whole thing about um, what, it, what is it? What is it? What is it to learn something? Mm. Is it to master a skill? Well, machine learning for economics. Yeah, it is actually. It's about, you know, can, can you take some data, make sense of it, make some pictures of it, make an inference. Say, if this part of the data goes up, then that part of the data will go down. Yeah, okay. That's learning is 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 that process. You're figuring out how to do that. Um, can you uh, intubate a child, right? If a child's not breathing, can you use a specific piece of t- uh, a specific um, um, tool to uh, uh, um, place a tube down the child's airway such that the child continues to breathe, right? That's a very specific skill. I'm pretty sure you can't learn that on the internet, you know? Nope. Uh, what about learning to critique something? Mm. Uh, what about learning to have empathy with somebody? What about learning to crush them in negotiations? Mm. What about figuring out what, what about figuring out what's called the BATNA, the best alternative to negotiations? <laughs> right? Yeah. Like, what about what about all that? He, he, that's all human stuff. And yeah. it's all based around the data that you definitely don't have if your camera's always off and if people can't see you, mm. you know? um, I, which I, is a weird place to be. It's a weird place to be. And I'm, I'm conscious as usual of time. I, the other side of this is a completely different take that everything will go back and obviously we'll all physically be together and we'll all hark back to this marvelous time where you could just turn off your camera and not have to um, dress a certain way or you know we can hark back to this magical time where you could literally lift the desk up and and the teacher wouldn't see you and it was grand and, and we might look back with rose tinted glasses at this period of time <laughs> but, uh, when we didn't have a commute and when our emissions were seven percent lower globally and we could just walk when, in uh, could just walk in and where pants were optional pants were optional for the first time for the first time ever. All these things, you know, everything there there is with the good comes the bad. Um, and we might look at another time that there's a whole idea, and I know like you are a parent, and the idea that children learn through play. And I do feel yeah. that is still applicable in all areas, um, you know, on variant levels, but we could talk about that another time. But in the meantime, Stephen, mind your back, you poor thing. Uh get well soon. Yeah, I mean. I'll do my best. And, I'll do my uh, best. It'll take a couple of weeks to get right, but um, I'll be back. Do. do. Thank you very much. Listen, I'll talk to you next week. Thanks, Stephen. Bye. You have been listening to Anne and Steve Talk Stuff, a Limerick Post podcast produced by Eric Fitzgerald. Theme tune is performed and composed by David Blake. Please rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast and tell your friends. You can now follow the show on Twitter at Anne Steve Talk. Get Stephen at Stephen Kinsler. 
Ethan Stephen with a PH, Anne at Anne Blake 78, that's an Anne without an E, and the Limerick Post at Limerick Post. <laughs>